0: WHPK 88.5 FM The Pride of the South Side This
1: is Abu Bad here, the genie of the pop machine, and I'm bad as I ever was. You're invited to listen in for two hours of sound designed to entertain you through your ears and imagination. Besides, who says radio can't be fun?
2: The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world.
3: Until the season changes, and suddenly everything seems darker, less lively, and you lose your motivation to get out of bed.
2: If you struggle with depression, you're not alone. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, and no matter the time of year, it may affect your behavioral
3: or physical ability to live a happy life. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you're going through and we're here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness, and substance use disorders, and advance mental wellness.
2: If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more.
3: What is dementia? Is it the same as Alzheimer's? What is vascular dementia, Lewy body, FTD, TBI, and CTE? If someone has memory loss, does that mean they have dementia? Millions of Americans ask these questions every day. I did too, and I learned. My wife Ginny developed dementia. I didn't know what to do or what was coming next. I'm Kevin Jamieson, volunteer and president of the Dementia Society of America. I'm excited to offer you a free guide to understanding dementia. It's filled with facts about dementia, care planning, how doctors can help, and ways to keep your brain as healthy as possible. The Dementia Society of America is a national nonprofit, and we're ready to answer your questions. You want to live life to the fullest. I know that. Ginny did too, and I'm confident that we can help. Get your copy of the guide. Go to 1-800-DEMENTIA.ORG or call 1-800-DEMENTIA. Thank you.
4: Fear of the year is here,
3: Dr. Block and Mr. Hyde, a
4: monster he could not control, had taken over his very soul. A screaming demon rages inside, turning him into Mr. Hyde, an unstoppable Black superman, super strong, supernatural, and super bad. His punch can topple a skyscraper. His kick can split the earth in two. More destructive than an earthquake. Mightier than a tidal wave. A one-man disaster area. Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. When you're seeing what ain't, you're looking at a hint. Shot full of lead and he still ain't dead. Jump back, Jack, for your skull is cracked. Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. Starring Bernie Casey, Rosalind Cash, Stu Gillum. Directed by William Blackula Crane. Dr. Black. And Mr. Hyde, rated all under 17, not admitted without parents. So bring your mama. She'll like it too.
5: morning when I slept so
6: You're listening to Ira Harmon's Pop Machine
0: on WHPK 88.5 Radio.
1: Don't let your pop machine get interrupted by technical difficulties of any kind. Just go to thepopmachine.net. And remember, the popmachine.net will get you through times of no radio. Better than radio will get you through times of no pop machine. Think about it.
2: Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself.
4: So, should we talk about the job?
2: Uh, What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview
3: didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. <laughs> juice,
6: Mom. Juice, juice, juice. Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, Mom I want Mommy. Juice. Mom. Juice, juice, juice. Mommy, juice, juice, juice. Mom.
7: Juice, juice, juice.
1: Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. That's right, the car seat. A car seat isn't one-size-fits-all. You have to have the right seat based on your child's age, weight, and height. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. But there's a website that gives you all the information you need, safercar.gov slash the right seat. You'll find out about types of seats, when to have a seat rear-facing, when to switch it to forward-facing, when it's time for a booster seat, and when it's time for your child to ride in the back seat with a seat belt. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat.
5: A message from the
4: National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
8: You know, when I first... (laughs) When I first came up, yo... I used to live down this way. Where's the mic? Here. Well, they moved out there. But, well, you can't reach it. I had to go behind my back. I'm, I'm a little old. I ain't as as I used to be. I can still kick a little ass now. But. I left here. Me, my partner, Bob Teague, Ray Flemons, Sweet Chocolate Brown, do you know Sweet Chocolate? Boy, that was a pretty man. One of them brown skin boys had that smooth skin. He sweated, looked like a Hershey bar. I was like, the girls come up, lick him on the hand. White girls too, they come up, lick on him. That's why we left. I said, man, we gotta get our ass out of here. You gonna start some trouble. He had that gold tooth, like a star hanging out of his mouth. He was pretty. <laughs> you know? uh, he smiled at you and put that gold on you. She can't resist that. Huh? <laughs> yeah. what you say? Hello. I can't hear you and don't give a what you say. <laughs> Chocolate. Chocolate had plenty of women, you know, see. I, I didn't I never messed around with a lot of women in my time. I done had about four women in my life. That's right, because they drain you. They want to f- all the time. They sap you dry. They don't keep their mouth shut, she gonna tell somebody. That's what they do. And they tell their friend, and then if a friend like it, she gonna tell somebody. Next thing you know, you got eight or nine. Then then when they leave your ass, you just all drained out. They leave you with a pot of soup or something, and then they're gone. See, I don't mess around no more. That's right. Yeah, that's what I say. See, y'all don't know about women. See, women now, I get along fine. I ain't been with a woman now 40 something years. No, that's right. I'm not lying. My dick clean enough, you could ball it in some cabbage. I mean, I had fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I know women, and so, you know, I've done my part, you know. I had one girlfriend, she had one of them rectums. We got along. You know, that's where they scoop the pussy out. Leave just the box that it came in. We got along real good, you know. She didn't want nothing from me, and I sure didn't want nothing from her. When I went out to California, me and my... I went out to California, you know what's strange? We went out there, I went out there when there was few peoples out there. There was about three colored families. That's right, 20 white, you know, bunch of China people. That's right, 12,000 Mexicans. <laughs> Mexicans used to own all that, man. Everything west of Chicago, Mexican people had it. All theirs. they start negotiating with them white folks, lost all that. <laughs> what they didn't lose negotiating, they just kicked their ass off over. it. Well, Mexicans, nice people, you know, they come up, tried to talk, they slapped their hat off and shit like that, to get your eyes on back wherever you came from. What did that mean? I don't know. So they left, they had to because they're some crazy motherfuckers when they get mad. I had to slap one one day, you know, he started calling me, I slapped him. Say, hey, boy. Slapped him, he turned red, looked at me so funny. Went back, got some friends or something, but I was gone then. <laughs> you know what's strange nowadays? Let me tell you this. I was, the other day a little boy come down the street, had his shoes untied had One of them little hats on. I'm sure you about kids nowadays, they're so different. He come up, and I said, Son, tie your shoe. Sure? He said, F- You <laughs> little boy, just about this, this little son of a bitch. <laughs> I couldn't get up to get him, you know. <laughs> no, they don't have no respect, they just talk to you anyway. Oh, you old mother, <laughs> and, and talk Nasty! I said, I hope you trip and fall on your ugly ass face. I seen him talk back to their mother. Nasty. And I said, and the woman looks so strange. Like I say, bitch, it's your fault. You the one let him do that. Put his ass out three or four weeks. See how he talked then. Yeah, I bet he come back humble as a little puppy. Then Barking and talking. It's tough out there. I'm telling, telling you the truth. You know what? When I first got out to California, where you boys going? No, 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 thank you. I'm fine. I'm, I'm all right. I don't know what you are gonna put in it. Yeah, be out there a lot to put your dick in it or something. No, that's all right. Go ahead, have fun. I remember when women used to go to bathroom together. You know that, the life world done changed, ain't it? Yeah. Men's and men's is women's, women's is men's. I talked to a woman the other day, I went to a little truck stop restaurant and I got some coffee and she talked to me. She, she sounded like an opera star, the big voice and what you want? You know, hair all on her legs and arms, scared me, you know. I said, I don't want none of these. One of them donuts, let me get my ass on. I was in jail out there in California because I had a Mexican friend named Jesus. Yeah, I blowed a little Spaniel in my time. Yeah. Bonus deaths. Said we talk good together. We got along great too, we was buddies. Me, him, and Chalker went to jail. Well, jail was strange out there, they had them bunk beds and everybody lay down on it, they had straw then. And it had little little bugs in it, little, what they call them, lice. Little bugs, they eat you all the bits, little teeny bits, and you'd be slapping them all night long. It's just awful. I'll tell you something, you ever had them crabs? You ever heard of them? Let me tell you something, there ain't nothing worse in the war. A bunch of them crabs, they like pubics, and they'll get on them, they get on you, I don't know how they get on you, but they jump, they love puberty. They just jump from one to the other. And they jumped on me, and I didn't know about it. In the heat like this, see, they make you crazy because they make you scratch them in public. I'm not lying, if you're walking down the street like this here, and it's hot, they'll start moving around real fast, and they make you get in there like this. Like you're crazy or something. You know you'll be going like this. Standing up waiting on the bus, I down there pulling my nuts off, like this, yeah. I said, I'm sorry lady, but I got these crabs and they just. Hey, Seuss used to give us some of that blue ointment that you put on them, you know, to make them drunk or something, cause they stopped for a while at least, you know, you spray that on them. Don't go away, but they sleep. I remember one time, we run out of ointment, and Jesus had some cologne. Now I don't know if you ever done this, but if you haven't, don't put no cologne on your nut. I got two handfuls of that cologne like this, big gaping handful, and I whooped it on there like that. Well, it was cool at first then it comes into the burning. The fire was coming up like then the crab start jumping ever one your And I was in trouble. I was trying to fan my nuts like this. I said, chocolate, help me, chocolate, help me. My nuts is on fire. Blow on them, blow on them. You know, chocolate say the damn things will burn up if I have to blow on them. And Jesus, he had a cigarette. He come by looking, trying to see. And the goddamn fumes got to that cigarette and a big fire was <laughs> like that. And I jumped up and said, oh Lord, no. I went and sat in the toilet bowl, like this here. Damn, Jesus didn't flush it. That water was so hard like that. And my nuts was in it like this. Was pulling me down. And I'm fanning this water on there. Damn, this thing happened to me, boy. I'm talking about they tore me up. I don't never see a crab in life, it's all right with me. Lot of prejudiced people. We love you, they love you too. It's easy to love somebody. That's all you got to do. Sit with them a little while, talk to them. Most people you talk to, is intelligent. Most people, as I said.
7: I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm to
6: Tonight
1: nutritious, mind-altering radio capsule, and it's still available over-the-counter. Just ask for it by name.
0: (laughs) Jack and about luck, take one. Let me ask you a question. Do you consider yourself lucky? Well, I guess we're all lucky. The real question is, what kind of luck do you have? If you feel unlucky, you might wonder how to get lucky. If you're lucky, you might be thinking, how can you get luckier? And if you're luckier, you might want to be the luckiest. If I could manufacture and sell luck, I'd be the richest, most powerful man of all time. The world and everything in it would be mine, Chico. But first, we have to understand what luck is. In order to get some. For ourselves. If that's even possible. I mean, can you buy it? Possibly. Can you grow it? Maybe. Can you steal it? I'm pretty sure it's not nailed down. Can you feel it? When you're lucky, you definitely should be able to feel it. Luck, good or bad. We all give the concept a casual notice, like the way we throw salt over our shoulder to ward off the bad luck. But luck plays a very important part in society as a connecting principle. The thing is, though, people who have benefited from good luck in their lives don't want to acknowledge that fact call someone lucky you're suggesting that they are who they are because of luck dumb luck acknowledging the factor of luck is threatening it suggests that everyone else is just as equal to whatever this accomplished person has or has done in life if only they too were just as lucky successful people want to believe that they got where they are through sheer self-determination, not luck. The myth of meritorious achievement and the self-made person dies hard, especially in America. To be truly self-made would mean that you picked out your parents and you chose their histories You chose their careers and the environment that they would bring you up in, and you chose how much money they would make, and you chose what social connections they would have. You would also have to choose their moral character and how they nurtured you as a child and guided your education. But you couldn't have anything to do with luck. These are determined by luck, not by you. Now you're beginning to see how deeply luck permeates everything about us and our society. Luck and your resulting cultural inheritance is inescapable because no matter where you go there you are. After your first 18 years on Earth, which basically was the luck of the draw, anything you do when you're launched at 18 is only because of how lucky you were. Luck, a cascading, random, stochastic, unique to you and your environment, your nature, and your nurturing. That's all that makes you who you are, where you are. That's how a completely unprepared, unqualified individual who doesn't have to learn how to do his job winds up as president of the most powerful nation on the planet. Dumb luck and don't believe otherwise. Anyway, successful people want to think that they had an ingenious plan and exacted the results of that plan through careful execution. They want full credit. For their life hack, ignore their enormous social inheritance that constitutes money, social connections, opportunities, education, family lineage, and all the things that manifest because of lucky breaks. I mean, wars are won or lost because of luck. A soldier in a war survives or dies because of luck not because of his or her training and the type of training that they get is a matter of luck there's a psychological hang-up we all have when we assess other people it goes something like this when we assess other people we chalk up their success to circumstance and their failures to their character When we assess ourselves, we reverse this so that our failures are due to circumstance and our success is because of our character. Psychologists call this mental contortion the human fundamental attribution error. Yeah, there's a name for it. If you operate with your mind running on what is called system one, then you've probably committed this fundamental attribution error before. You see, system one thinking is ruled by the brainstem, mostly automatic, hasty, mostly unconscious instinct. You know, off the cuff, flying off the handle. All system one run manifestations of the mind. And the results of this system one thinking might be what we're witnessing on the 6 o'clock news every night. It's with System 2 thinking, where we take a breather, a chill pill, and approach the world with a cooler deliberate head. No road rage, no hollering at people, no getting shot in the street over silliness. We'll have more self-awareness and empathy for the world around. A mind running on System 2 won't have fits while waiting in line at a grocery store. Or fits because there's a car on a road filled with cars. Or fits because they're having fits. A world of people with System 2 thinking might just kill off the ratings for the 6 o'clock news. With its fear-mongering and bloodlust fueling the System 1 mind hive. Resistance is futile. But we are a long way from a meritocracy filled with cool-headed empathetic people. Stinks from the head.
1: machine get interrupted by technical difficulties of any kind just go to thepopmachine.net and remember thepopmachine.net will get you through times of no radio better than radio will get you through times of no pop machine think about it
0: <laughs> well that's going to wrap up this episode of ira harman's pop machine be sure to go to thepopmachine.net And follow us on social media and la-di-da-di-da and see you next week. I'm out of here. Scotty, one to beam up.